Hi, you're listening to the Raise the Vibe with Liz podcast. I'm your host, Liz Peterson. I interview today's inspirational speakers and healers. Thank you for listening to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raise the Vibe with Liz. I'm your host, Liz Peterson, and today I have Christine Michelle with me today. We're going to be discussing everything abundance. Super excited about this. But first off, let me tell you about Christine. Christine is known as the vibration lifter and energy shifter. Christine is a frequency alchemizer who helps you shift your frequency and elevate your consciousness to new levels. Lover of the woo and the do, Christine left her successful corporate executive career to step into her soul's calling, utilizing human design, quantum physics, NLP, EFT, gene keys, and other modalities made her own. Christine helps you to tune into your own wholeness and welcomes you home to who you truly are. She makes quantum leaps, hashtag normal, intentional manifest manifestation gets to be easy. Welcome Christine to the show. I'm super excited to have you. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, Liz. I just, I can't wait to talk about abundance, you know, frequency, all of the juiciness. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. Ugh. I'm excited too. I have truth bumps all over already. So I know this is going to be a great show. So for those of you who don't know Christine, Christine, could you share a little bit about how you went from corporate to living your purpose? What was your journey? Oh my God. It's well, it starts when I was a wee wee little one. Um, (laughs) I, I grew up um, in a Christian household, except my parents were really about ask, believe and receive. And so they taught me that when I was little. And so I always had this spiritual background. I journaled, I read Abraham Hicks and all the things. And as I got older, you know, I still did what I knew I was supposed to do, right? When I was younger, I said, oh, I'm going to have my own business. I knew that I was going to live in New York for a little bit. I just knew the things that I was going to do. But I felt that, you know, in my family, you go to college, right? And they would just want you to live a better life. So it meant going to college and working in corporate America and just doing the things that were expected of me. And so I became valedictorian, the first black valedictorian of my high school. And then I had a scholarship, full academic scholarship to Tulane University. I went there. I did all the things I was supposed to do, got the great grades, and I ended up going to corporate America, starting off with Deloitte and Touche. And then from there, I went to the Coca-Cola company, um, which most people would know. And then also I ended up in New York um, with Victoria's Secret Beauty. So Corporate life was what I knew everyone expected of me, but I always had this inkling to wanting my own business, right? To running my own business, not knowing what it was going to be, but I just knew it was going to be um, something to help make the world a better place and just help people really be more of themselves. And I just didn't know what that would look like. Um, So that's how I began (laughs) and went to corporate. Now, how did I get here? 
if you fast forward, like throughout that time, like I say, I've mixed my woo woo self with the do self. And that was even during corporate. I absolutely loved mentoring and guiding. And I would take care of those who reported into me caring about their personal and caring about their professional lives. And like, if they wanted a new job and they were going to leave somewhere, I wasn't that kind of person like, you need to stay here. No, I'm going to be like, what do you need? I've got you, like you get to do whatever you desire, right? So that's what I do right now. And so um, I got to the point where I was in New York and I felt this inkling and desire to have my own thing. And so I retired from Victoria's Secret and moved to Tampa, Florida, which is where I am now. Um, But I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I had this thought of a boutique because my sister and I could do it together and it would be so fun. And of course, exhaustion clicked in because after you've been working corporate and doing that for so long, you, you get a break and you break. So I like chilled out for a long time and I didn't do anything. And I ended up going back to corporate. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. So I went back to corporate in Tampa. And but I went there with the thought that it was only going to be a year and it ended up being four. But I knew in my soul that I was going, this was just a blip because I knew I was going to start my own business. And what happened was I was doing this, what I'm doing now on the side while working the corporate executive job in, you know, at that newer company and something happened. My boss called me in and he was like, Christine, Christine, um, because I'm really good with creative, but I'm also good with strategic. He was like, we're going to take you away from your team and we're going to have you do this um, strategic creative position. And I went home and cried, 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 cried because, and I didn't understand it at that time. I was like, why am I crying? But what it was, was because I was kind of living a little bit of my soul's purpose because I was mentoring and I was guiding and I was, you know, mixing my woo and the do while I was in the corporate world. But once you pulled the people away, the mentoring and the guiding would have really gone away and it would have just been me. And so I was no longer going to be living my purpose. So from that moment forward, the light bulb clicked and said, I need to do this. I get to do this full time because no one can take away from me when it's my thing and I'm living my purpose. No one can take it like away from me and move me away if I'm working for myself. And so that's when I was able to step out and do this full time. And it's been like that ever since. And I love it. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> that is great. Yes. What a journey. Yes. And I, I can see where all of that would help you in your coaching. Yes. Now you have a book and in the beginning of your book, it says that you got some guidance one day. Can you share what that is? Oh, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, and many women will probably, uh, men too, but mostly women. I received guidance that I was not a good receiver. <laughs> I was a really bad receiver. And what this looked like, and, and, and some people might be like, I think I'm a good receiver. What it looked like for me was that I put everyone else before me and I put everyone else's concerns, everyone else's thing, anything before me. I would work, 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 work when I knew that I needed rest. I, and I would, and somebody gives me a compliment. I'm like, girl, no, oh my God, no, you're prettier. Um, Oh, you look great today. Oh, Oh, me, why would you say that? Right. I couldn't even receive a compliment because 
it felt, um, what, what are we taught when we receive women are gold diggers or you're asking for too much. Like I just was a horrible receiver. And in order to really manifest, which what is manifesting intentional receiving, it's intentionally receiving what you desire. Then you, if you're not a, re- a good receiver, then you're not really open to receiving what is already available for you because that's what manifesting is. And so my book, The Allied Receiver, the guidance was I needed to become a better receiver. And it was a journey because what I learned along the way, if you read the book, I I learned that I wasn't a good receiver. My sister isn't either. And we learned that from our mom because she is the most amazing woman and so selfless. Like she took care of her grandmother I mean, carrying her, and this was a bigger woman. My mom is a tiny little thing and she would carry her. She would take care of her. And she ended up like getting um, an autoimmune disease called sarcoidosis. And even during that time, she was taking care of other people and taking care of other people. And it took them years to diagnose that, but she still was putting herself like behind everyone else. And that's just what we're taught to do, right? Put everyone else before us. And that's the big thing that we get to stop because just because you're taking care of yourself does not mean that you are a bad person. It just means that you are loving yourself enough and respecting yourself enough. And that is more loving for everyone that's in your circle. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So how do we go from that giver and caretaker to align with that receiver and care for ourselves and nurture ourselves enough to be able to give back? Holy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the big thing that you get to do is awareness. So like the big part of the group, we have the big part of the book. I love it. It's the Cinderella turn up. It's an exercise where first we, um, if we remember that when we ask, right? It is, it's given, right? It's just, you know, a lot of times we're so scared to ask for anything that we want for fear that we're not going to receive it or for fear that we're asking for too much or just many other conditioned reasons. And so the first thing that I love, the first thing guys, you do this, everyone, guys, girls, everyone, Cinderella turn up. What that is, is that you get to just ask for anything and everything that you would ever want. Just put it on paper and just like play with sugar daddy. That's who I call the universe. Universe is sugar daddy. Universe is my sugar daddy. Um, Play with the universe and say, um, what would I like? Get from little things to really big things that you're like, you know, maybe this would never happen, but it would be so fun, right? So if you're like, I would love a Range Rover and a G63 and the most sexiest, amazing tall man with like six six pack abs and a huge bank account and he adores me and loves me and you know, whatever, like things that you, you, you know, you may not even believe that's possible. Just play with it and just ask, ask, ask to unclog your pipe because you've been clogging your pipe by not asking for what you want. And if you unclog it, just to say how it feels like I'm just asking and I get to receive and it doesn't mean anything about me to ask for all these things. That's one of the first steps for starting to become the aligned receiver. Does that make sense? Yes, beautifully said. Yeah, it's a fun, fun, fun thing to do. (laughs) You also talk about it being effortless. So how do we create that effortless abundance? So effortless abundance is, it's a frequency. It's all about a frequency because remember, this is the one thing we talked about 
receiving. You remember I said um, manifestation is intentional receiving. We use the word manifestation and sometimes people get in their head like, how do I manifest this thing? And, you know, they think they're putting things together. And like, ah, nah, nah. If we just shifted our perspective to say, well, manifestation is really just intentionally receiving the things that are already available for me. And in the quantum field, everything, all possibilities exist. Me having this thing, me not having this thing, like all possibilities exist. And so if I just say, wow, manifesting is really just me intentionally receiving what's available for me. And that means anything that I desire. And I just allow myself to receive it. But the thing that you get to focus on instead of focusing on like the money that you want to receive and all of that and creating all of the resistance, you get to focus on the frequency. And so, for example, I was playing around with this because I love to play around with everything that I do first and really like get it grounded and live that before I start talking about it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play with the frequency of abundance, feeling abundant in my body, choosing to feel effortlessly abundant in my body, embodying what effortless abundance would be, and then seeing how that plays out in my life. And so I, instead of making goals and saying I need this much, which the goal probably would have been double my income, I just decided this is going to be my most effortlessly abundant month ever. And so what I did was I set an alarm on my phone every, it was like every couple of hours, it might've been like 7am when I woke up and then maybe like 12, like four and like maybe right before bed. So it was four times a day. So eight minutes, I just would stop when the alarm would go off and I'd sit and I just feel effortlessly abundant and just feel ah, effortlessly abundant, think effortlessly abundant thoughts and just really embody it in my body, like how it would feel to be effortlessly abundant. Because when you're tuning in to a frequency and you're embodying it and you're feeling it and truly like bringing it into your body, you are aligning with that frequency and that very moment, the now moment, which is all that matters. And so I did that for eight minutes a day for 30 days straight. And then I looked back at my financials and I ended up tripling the month before. Wow. But I didn't do a launch. And it was funny because all I was doing was serving my group. I was serving this um, next level now manifesting group. I didn't, I didn't do a launch. I didn't do anything, but what I had was clients that said, Oh, can I just pay out the payment plan? I just want to pay. I know I have 10 months left. Can I just pay it off? I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. People bought things, readings that I used to do, like all the things that I didn't even promote. They were buying it. Why? Because I was aligned with effortless abundance and all of the byproducts that match that were unfolding and, you know, manifesting in my life. And so if you take out your focus on the byproducts and you're like, this or something better and really tuning into your why, the reason, the frequency, why you want whatever you want, then you're allowing yourself to match that frequency and receive all of the things that match that frequency. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it feels like the missing ingredient in creating abundance in your life. Yes, because yeah. you've got to feel abundant in order to receive the abundance. And you can't wait for the outside circumstances to match because you get to have your inside, right? Your outside gets to match the inside. And so by you 
feeling effortlessly abundant inside, embodying that frequency, you know, really tuning into what effortless abundance feels in your body, maybe even placing things around you that just feel effortlessly abundant. You are making your inside world your priority and then your outside world gets to match that. Awesome. So what are some tools and techniques we can use to fully align with that? Yes, it gets to be simple. So the first tool, the first thing to remember is that it doesn't have to be hard. It gets to be simple because we as humans, right, make everything so complicated. And really it is keep it simple, guys. Keep it super simple. And so one of the first things that I did, like I said, I had my phone and I really just tuned into the energy of effortless abundance. So I'll give you a story and I share this story often because it's just a powerful example of and it'll tell you like the steps that you can do and it'll, everyone will be like, oh, okay. So when I was working my corporate job, in addition to building this business, I was working a lot, like a lot. I want to say hundreds of hours a week. It probably was like around a hundred because I'd come here and I'd work all day and all weekend. And then I'd go there and I'd work and then I'd come home and work. It was just, and then I was having fire drill after fire drill, right? Because I was just, what was I saying out of my mouth? I'm so busy. I don't have enough time. Like those are the things that were coming out of my mouth. And what was I aligning with? So busy, not having enough time, no time, free time, all those things. And so what I did and chose to do was it was one weekend and I was like, you know what? I'm going to feel ease and I'm going to tune into time abundance, having more than enough, more than enough time, so much free time, but I'm going to do it now, even though I don't like, even though the circumstances were like, girl, bye, right? That's, <laughs> that's what the circumstances were telling me. So on Monday, I went to work. I had an alarm for every hour. This was intense, guys. You don't have to do every hour in the hour, but every hour I'd be in a meeting and I'd say, oh, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. And I would go to the bathroom and I would just... For two minutes, I would say, and I'd breathe in ease and I'd feel ease. And I just really would like think easeful thoughts. And then I would say, I have so much free time. I have so much free time. And I did that every hour and hour. Didn't matter if I was in a meeting. I just really did it. And I was regimented with it. Into the week, Jason comes to me. He's the boss. And Jason's like, and keep in mind, guys, my outer world was not matching that, but I was like, screw it. I'm going to feel it every hour and hour. My boss comes to me and he's like, Christine, we're so sorry. You got, can you come in my office? And I was like, oh my God, universe. I did not want to get laid off. What the hell? <laughs> and I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's, like, it's like manifesting go wrong. Um, I go into the office and Jason's like, Christine, I can't believe we did this. And I was like, what? And he's like, everyone that reports into you has three weeks of vacation. You only have two. And I was like, oh, huh. He said, so here's five extra days. Use it how you want it. And I was like, time abundance. Yes. (laughs) Right. So I was like, I have so much free time. This is working. This is working. Universe, this is working. (laughs) But I still was overwhelmed. I still had tons of stuff. I was still working a lot, right? And that's as a Friday. So I come back and I'm still doing the every hour on the hour, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I was about to shut everything down and I realized that it was five o'clock. And then I thought back and I was like, wait, I left at five o'clock on Monday. I left at five o'clock on Tuesday. Whoa, 
and I don't have any crazy emails and I haven't got any crazy phone calls. Like ease, what's going on? So I, I, it didn't click. And I was like, what's going on? I call the people that reported into me. Cause I'm like, they were just talking about drama and I needed to fix these and help them. So I called and I was like, Tony, Tony, Tony. I was like, how are you doing? Is everything okay? He's like, yeah, boss, everything's fine. I was like, wait, wait, Tony, Tony. <laughs> but you were just saying that, you know, everything was breaking down last week. You know, we had all the emails. He's like, everything worked itself out. I'd, I don't know, boss, but it just, we're good. I was like, okay. So then I called the Canadian ladies, the Canadian team. And I was like, hey guys, how you doing? They're like, we're great. We're packing up. I was like, you packing up too? And they were like, yeah, life's great. They were like, everything's working out. I was like, oh my God. So then I called my sister. I was like, Kim, did you realize I was coming home at five o'clock every day this week? And she's like, yeah, I just figured you were feeling more ease. And I was like, <laughs> I was, and I didn't even realize it. Wow. So what I had done is what? I collapsed time and I managed my outer world reflected that ease back to me. So all of the phone calls, all of the things just stopped. All of the fire drills just stopped. And I had what? So much free time, five extra days of vacation and my ease reflected back to me. And so that gives you all of the steps that you get to do there. It's not hard. I made it easier, you know, now that I'm in this business and I've created, um, it's called Frequency Alchemizer. So I created their 30 different frequencies, like effortless abundance, um, overflow, uh, trust. I love myself, you know, those type of things. So I recorded a frequency and like where you're speaking and you get to tune into that and feel that in your body with some music so that you're swaying and moving and, you know, allowing that to come in. And so that's, it's like alignment by pressing play and you get to play it for two and a half minutes or three and a half minutes for how long it is. So that's what that's a tool that you can use so that you can, you know, embody whatever you're looking for. Right. Awesome. But you don't need that. That's the thing. Everything that you need is within you. And all you get to get do is get clear on the reason why you want whatever you want and start giving yourself that now. Wow. And that's amazing. Like listening to that, I heard that not only did you create it for yourself, but you created it for others. It was mirroring back to you at the yes. So it was this ripple effect that was going through everyone that you were working with. Isn't that crazy? And it's like, and it really was, that was a quantum leap because from where I was to where I was, what, eight days ago, or really five, if you think about it, mm -hmm. was totally different from what the reality was. But guess what? I had to allow the reality to be. So I didn't ignore the reality. Like I didn't go in the bathroom and was like, ease, ease, ease. And they came up and said, oh, it's so easeful. I just accepted that it, I wasn't experiencing ease, you know, prior vibration, prior alignment with whatever drama I was going through. It was, didn't make it wrong. It just made that I knew it was going to shift. And so I felt whatever sadness or whatever, oh my God, I have another fire drill. I felt that, but I still gave myself that time every hour on the hour to just tune into ease, even if it was just for two minutes. And that's how powerful your focus is. God, I love how you release the outcome. Yes. There's no attachment to it whatsoever. You're like, yes. okay, this is what I'm creating and this is what it's going to be. And then I'm going to hand it over to source the universe to just make it happen. Yes. Yes. I allowed sugar daddy to do his job. <laughs> 
so much trust in that. Can you talk about trusting and being able to just let go? Because I know like we women, you know, it's either yin over here or total yang over here and we're go, go, go. So how do we release that, that we think we have to be and like trust, like fully trust and step into it? That's a good question. You know what? It is a step-by-step process, right? Because you, 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 let's say you're on the, you know, control side, right? And then you have someone else that's on this side. It's like, eh, you know, it's about allowing there to be harmony with that masculine and that feminine, but it starts with little by little trust, right? Because you have to trust that you're going to be taken care of, right? By the masculine. And then you also have to trust that you get to receive, right? As the feminine. And yeah. so just even doing tiny, tiny steps to say, you know, I trust that I get to be taken care of. I love to talk about deciding. You first think you decide, decide that, okay, I'm deciding that I'm going to be a little bit more trusting each and every day. Like, let's say you just have no trust and you're a control freak. Say, I decide that each day I'm going to be a little bit more trusting and just allow yourself, ask guidance to make you aware of the places where you aren't leaning into that trust. Because when you ask, it comes and then you're going to be like oh hmm, awareness that's interesting I'm not leaning into the trust there and then you get to choose okay I wasn't leaning into trust there now I'm aware and then you can to you know actively choose but it just takes baby steps because I didn't just jump from like I got into that overwhelmed place right because (laughs) because I was in that energy and it wasn't me oh oh, I'm so trusting and I'm leaning back because I'm so great No, clearly I allowed myself to manifest that situation where I was overwhelmed and needing to do everything and doing all of the things. But when I got to that place and it was kind of like that, oh, I'm so done with this moment. What do I really want? And it was ease. And it was um, just to feel like I had time abundance, more than enough time to do whatever I wanted. I had to decide at that moment that I was going to feel it regardless And by me doing that and trusting that I got to feel it, even if nothing else ever changed, that was complete trust in I get to choose how I feel in this moment. Oh, I love that. Just deciding that decision and that moment to like staying in the moment and keeping with that. Yes. Because remember, everything's in the now moment anyway. Receiving is in the now. Everything is in the now your manifestation, your intentional receiving, that all happens in the now. And instead of worrying about the past or stressing about the future, if you bring yourself to this now moment and allow yourself to say, okay, what would feel lighter right now? What would feel better for me to go, you know, for me to do right now? What would I choose to do right now? And do that tiny, tiny, tiny next step that's all that matters, right? And it's not saying that, you know, man, like notice that I didn't say you have to be happy, happy, joy, joy to manifest. No, because in the midst of that ease, I was stressed. I was tired. I was answering all the calls, but I just chose in those moments to direct my consciousness to feeling ease. I didn't have to feel ease in every single moment of like 24 hours of the day. And that's how much power you have. God, it's really switching your mindset. Mm-hmm. like switching that perspective yeah pushing different buttons throughout the day yeah <laughs> release those buttons <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh 
I love it. So we've invited it. We've aligned with it. What are things that can block us from abundance? Those belief systems and things. How do we scoot those out of the way? Scoot those out of the way. Well, what if, this is going to be very groundbreaking. What if you didn't have to do anything with the feelings that come up or with the 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 beliefs what if you didn't have to do anything with it and you could just choose something else so i'll give you an example i just had my best launch ever it was amazing everything flowed it was great but did that mean that i was like dancing the whole time no i had some up level moments cried tears and i moved through a lot but what was what happened and so in this launch I noticed that there was a space where I didn't feel, um, I didn't want to be disappointed, right? Because I knew what got to happen, right? But I was so afraid to feel disappointment that I was pushing it, right? Resisting disappointment and pushing it away. So what's that mean? Like my hands aren't open to receive because I'm too busy swatting away disappointment, (laughs) right? So I had to give myself the grace and space to feel disappointed. And say, you know what, that's human. It's human for me to feel like I could be disappointed, that maybe this wouldn't work out. That's human. The quantum has all possibilities, not just the good ones. (laughs) It has all possibilities, right? So there there is a possibility that this launch won't work. And so for me to feel that disappointment is just allowing me to feel the human emotion of disappointment. It's not gonna kill me and it's not gonna not make me have a successful launch. So I sat with it and I felt the disappointment. I cried, I said, okay. And then I was like, okay, well, if this doesn't work, am I not going to create this content that I know is so aligned because it flowed out of me? Am I not going to allow myself to create this? No, no. I said, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it regardless of who buys it. So regardless of it, it doesn't matter if I'm disappointed, this gets to be done and it gets to, you know, maybe there's a different um, purpose for it. Maybe it gets to be packaged in a different way. Right. So I felt a disappointment. In the same hand, I got to, when I allowed myself to feel the disappointment and make realize that it's nothing wrong with that, I was able to expand and then also focus on what I really, what really got to happen, which was it got to be successful. It got to be ease. I got to know that it was aligned. I got to know that there's a possibility that I'm choosing that this is one of my most successful, large, biggest launches ever, right? And so you see, I have the, I'm holding the space and I'm expanding myself so that I get to have this and that. I just get to consciously choose to focus on this without disregarding this, 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 this uh, disappointment or whatever it is and making it wrong. Both of them get to exist at the same time and I don't have to do anything with it other than love it and say, okay, yes, that's normal. It's okay. But what do I really want? Oh, Does I that make that. sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, so if we think about beliefs as far as like, different conditionings. Oh, I have to work hard for my money or um, money only goes to certain people or things like that. Right. Those beliefs that we are like, that's not true. Um, So yeah. Right. So that belief comes up and it's something that you've been conditioned. Like I have to work so hard for my money. Right. So it's making you not want to work because you're like, I don't want to, if I have a lot of money, that means I'm going to have to work and I won't have time to spend it and I won't have time to enjoy it. Blah, blah, blah. What if this belief could exist and you could say, wow, 
thank you belief, you know, cause you came into my life, you were conditioned in me or whatever. And it existed for a time and it got me where I got, where I was. Right. Cause Hey, I'm where I am. I I'm alive. I'm able to pay for this internet or whatever, but yeah. do I choose to continue to believe that? Right. Is that the story that I want to continue to tell? And you can consciously choose to say, what am I consciously saying about money? Oh, I have to work hard for money. I have to do these things. If you're consciously speaking that way, what would you consciously like to say now? What's your new story? How would you like things to be with, with money? And yes, you could do shadow work. You could do tapping, EFT tapping. There's so many other different things and, and tools that you can use, but you also can consciously choose to say, I'm deciding that from this moment on, my new story gets to be this. And then the universe guidance source, show me when I am not aligned with my new way of thinking, my new way of being, my new way of knowing that I do not have to work hard for money, that money gets to flow. It's just energy. Money is only energy and it's there to support me. It's there to support what I have. It's there for me. And so as you're going through life, then you'll be like, yeah, girl, you got to work hard for your money. You'll be like, oh, wait, you know what? scratch that no money is a so you know it's a source it's a it's a it's a available neutral resource it's an available neutral energy and it gets to flow to me with ease and i don't have to work hard for me money you know and then actively start choosing to embody someone who knows that they don't have to work hard for money because somebody who knows that they don't work hard for money is what they're not working hard for money <laughs> you know, so consciously choose when you see yourself working hard for money, you get to say, oh, step back. Is this necessary? Am I doing this because I think I need to work hard to receive money? Because if you look at it even consciously, which you don't have to, but I love to do this. Mm-hmm. When you think about people that work really hard, are they the highest paid people? Teachers, uh, you know, people that work servers, like on their feet, breaking their back, do they make the most money and they are driving the Bentleys? No, who does? The CEO, what does the CEO do for work? Hi, how are you doing? I, do you need any help with me? Oh, it's so nice to get to know you. Like uh, we always notice, especially me being in corporate, the higher I go went, the less I worked <laughs> and the more money I made. <laughs> So it's not true that you work, the more money you make, the harder you got to work. In fact, the people that worked the less, the least were the ones that got promoted the fastest because they looked like they had a handle on it. It's, it's the truth. And it's just what's happening consciously. You can say, wow, yeah, that belief doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and that visual is gold. You know, here's work hard for your money, but then you're looking at the people who are working hard. You're like, no, that's not working for them. And then you're looking at the people that are driving the Bentley and they're, you know, just sitting back and doing what you said. And then when that thought pops in, you know, you, you, you flip the switch. Yeah. And the best part I like is that you asked, show me, yes. show me where I'm doing this. Yes. That's our power. We get to, we don't use our power that we have the energy, the connection we have with guidance, with source, with angels, we don't use it enough. We don't say, oh, ah, show me where I'm speaking this way. 
If you ask, it is done. And when you trust that, you're going to start becoming more and more aware because one, you also ask your brain, your brain's going to be like, okay, I'm going to show you, you're going to become more consciously aware of it. And when you're consciously aware of it, you get to embody the person who now has that belief that you chose, that new belief, that and new story. behind. You know, when you have that awareness, you're like, oh, I'm doing that. I don't have to do that anymore. Yes. 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 Awareness is the beginning of transformation. That's what I call it. (laughs) I say too. I love that. (laughs) It's on my website. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) We're so aligned. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is amazing. Okay. So let's see. You also do human design. So how does that play into designing? I'm going to think it has to do with designing ourselves. So, okay. So human design is, I love it. It's one of the the modalities that I've pulled like a lot of truths from. Um, And it really has expanded um, manifestation and quantum and all of that for me. So what human design is, it's a modality that was created in like the late eighties, like 1987. And it really mixed science with the quantum and a couple of other things together and astrology, just by looking at saying that your soul decided to be born at a specific time because it wanted to experience energy and move with energy in a specific way. Now, this isn't to put you in a box because you guys know, I believe in the quantum. So there are no boxes, but I like to call it your energetic cheat codes, because when you know what your quote unquote human design is, and I'll give you some examples, then you have energetic cheat codes to be like, oh, okay. So I know how it feels to receive guidance. I know what it feels like to be in alignment. I know what it feels like. And then you can continue to move forward. So it's kind of like you have the cheat codes, like, you know, how to get the princess a lot quicker, like in the games. Um, So one of the things with like human design, there are like five archetypes. There's the manifester. And guys, this doesn't mean man, like you can't manifest if you're not a manifester. It's just the name that they use. So there's a manifester, there's the generator, and then there's the manifesting generator, which is a mix of a manifester and a generator, but more generator. Um, and generator and manifesting generators are about 70% of the world. So it's more likely than not that you're talking to a generator when you're around a group of people. Then there are projectors and then there are reflectors, right? So those are the five and they all utilize energy in a different way. And then also, if you looked at your human design chart, um, there are, they talk about the type, which I just named. So one of your cheat codes, there is an inner authority, which is just how you get to make decisions, right? So there's like nine of those. And then there's also there are arrows around your head if you look at the chart and the bottom right arrow tells you if you're like a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester. Now, this was a game changer. When you know, like if the arrow is pointing towards your head, and I like to say it's pointing towards your head because you like specifics, you're a specific manifester. If it's pointing away from your head, like mine, it means you're a non-specific manifester. And so if we, before we go into the types, if you know if you're a specific or a non-specific manifester, then you kind of know like what tools, manifesting tools will work really best for you. We already said that we're skipping all of the get to the car versus saying, oh, I would love, you know, or the business. I want the freedom that I'd feel or I want to feel abundant, right? You're going to the feeling first. But if you are a specific manifester, when you know that feeling, that core, 
then you can create an, a list or do specifics that get you to that feeling. Instead of the specifics being, he's tall, he's dark, he's got short hair, he's got blue eyes, right? They don't have to be those specifics, but if that makes you feel juicy and makes you feel loved and adored, then yes. But you want to like kind of build your specifics to really lock in that frequency. That's a specific manifester. And you can also like get specifics of like $100,000 a month if that makes you feel juicy. Like whatever's going to make you feel juicy and get to that feeling that you want, those specifics are what you work with. Vision boards would be great for specific manifestors, those type of things. Non-specific manifestors like me and most of the world as of 2027 will be non-specific or be born as non-specific manifestors. Um, non-specific manifestors, it's more about the essence. It's more about you tuning into the essence of what you want. So let's say effortless abundance. You get to just focus on effortless abundance and tell the universe to align with you like those things about effortless abundance. Could you look at specifics? Yes, but it is really important for you when you look at specifics to really remember it's this or something better. I'm only looking at this because, hey, this would be fun. And I'm so open universe for anything that aligns with that. That's going to feel good and juicy that I may not even be aware of. Does that make sense? Yes. And so even specific manifestors, it's always good to say this or something better. No limitations universe, you know, and get into those specifics that feel good and juicy, but understand and trust that whatever comes, it's, it doesn't have to look that way or be at that time or anything like that. So that's something that can change your manifesting world because you kind of know how you work with energy. And instead of being like a non-specific manifester like me and always saying, okay, it needs to be this. It needs to be at this time. It needs to look like this. And you get to step back and say, oh, well, I love British accents and I do love tall guys. That would be fun. And anything I'm open, I'm open, you know, that kind of stuff. You can play around with that. <laughs> Let me know if that makes sense. Yes. And yes. I love that this or something better. Oh my, it's so much, it, it, it frees you, you know, to just be like, oh, I know it gets to be this or something better. Yummy. So I'm not going to like limit myself. Cause if, like I said, in that effortless abundance thought, if I was focusing on effortless abundance, but I, I mean, if I wasn't just focused on effortless abundance and I picked a number, I would have limited myself to only double. Cause I've, that's just what I know your brain gets wrapped around in and I'm getting in my head and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Double, but I tripled it because I wasn't focused on that. So it was double or better, <laughs> you know? So it's all about releasing that control and allowing yourself to receive what's available to you and what the universe already has. That's way better than you could ever imagine. God, and what a fantastic flow. Yeah. Like, okay, think it. And then it comes to you. Yes. And it really is about embodying it and feeling it right and feeling it in your body and like even for example like if I'm embodying um and I'll quickly talk about the types so that people know about manifesting and generating but if I'm embodying seven figure Christine right embodying Christine that has massive um audience growth and is um is uh out there and people are like seeing her everywhere right what things would feel good? Like, how does that feel? Right. Cause I do that before I become that. Right. And right. so for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to wear makeup every time I go live. And I'm going to be super excited because I know that I'm helping to change the lives of millions from every talk, everything I do, every place I share, I'm going to just show up in that energy. That was me. Like, it was a little bit of like, I'm embodying it because I'm going to make sure that I, you know, I don't have to wear makeup and guys, trust me, 
you don't have to remake it. I'm just saying this was for me that locked me into that energy to be like, okay, yeah, this is who I am. I'm wearing my little makeup. I'm sit, you know, sitting taller, right? With my, my shoulders down and I'm feeling taller because that embodiment piece is huge. And when you embody that energy, that's when you're aligning mind, body, and soul, or like I like to call it soul, body, and then mind. <laughs> and so you're allowing yourself to feel and be that energy and embody that energy energy and that's helping you to collapse time mm, awesome that see it be it feel it yes feel it or be it feel it then see it nice <laughs> i love it <laughs> yes so quickly because i did bring up the human design like if you knew your type, which you can, and I can give you a link to, I have um, how to pull your human design chart on my alignsoul.com and every, it gives you nice steps and you get out of the rabbit hole. Cause you can pull that chart and you'd be like, Oh my God, it's all this stuff. No, this like tells you the th three to four things to look at and just focus on that. And cause these things will change your world. Just even playing. Cause it's all about playing, playing and embodying this. So if you are a manifestor type and you pulled your chart, then you are meant to receive urges like downloads and have an urge to do something. And you're just meant to push things out. Like you are meant to inform people and just initiate. So when you're an entrepreneur, it's kind of like that, just do it, right? So it's like that thing that we're all told, just do it, just do it. And so all entrepreneurs are doing that. And 70% of them that are generators are just failing because we're frustrated and we're pushing things out there and nobody wants it. And so manifestors are the ones that, like I said, receive the download, you have this urge to do it and you get to do it in the moment and you get to inform people like, hey, I'm thinking about launching this. It's going to come out in like three weeks and they push, push, push. So they can dive in the DMs and push, you know, and just do that, follow that. If you're a generator and I'll just put manifesting generators and generators together. If you're a manifesting generator or a generator, you are meant to respond. So I like to, you see me leaning back. So respond to me means leaning back and responding to that, those things that are available in your 3D world, which usually the first thing that you're responding to, I get ideas, right? I get downloads and I'm like, oh, that would be fun. So let's say I got an idea or a download about doing, um, Ah, my new, my, my, um, last year I launched quantum manifesting Academy and I got an idea and I was like, Oh, I should do quantum manifesting Academy again. Right. But I was like, Oh, that would be fun. Well, universe guidance source, show me something that this is the next thing that I get to do. And I wait for it to come into my 3d world from like scrolling on Instagram or something like that. Well, for me, what happened was someone emailed me and we're like, I'm on the wait list for Quantum Manifesting Academy. When are you launching? And I said, cha-ching, yeah, universe, that is it. <laughs> right? So that was me leaning back, allowing to say, okay, I'm feeling this. This feels right. I feel like, uh-huh, it feels juicy. And then boom, that's what happened. So then I said, okay, well, I get to share this wait list and say, everybody gets on the wait list. They'll get $222 off and then they'll be on the pre-launch list, right? Pre-Roman. And so do you see how it's not like, oh, I'm like a lot of generators, like what I'm leaning back and waiting and not doing anything. No, you are asking, really asking guidance mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to see all the things that you normally wouldn't be able to see. You see how, when you lean back, you can see more and you're allowing those things that come into your environment 
to, you know, see if they're really things that feel expansive and feel like, yes, and you get to respond to those things. So then you have projectors. Projectors have a real direct energy and they're usually known as the know-it-alls because <laughs> projectors usually have to be invited to give their opinion. And normally they grew up and they weren't invited to give their opinion. They love life at generators. They worked a lot. They're doing all the things. Projectors are meant to rest and they're also meant to manage energy. They're not meant to like do all the work, the nine to fives, the hard work and all that stuff. They're really meant to manage energy. And for projectors, it really is about them receiving recognition and being invited to give their opinion, to do all the things. And it's also meant for them to show up in their mastery and just share from the space of sharing with no agenda. So if you're a projector and you're like, well, what does that mean? I have to be invited to do any work? No, you get to have downloads and you're like, oh, I would love to do Quantum Manifesting Academy again. Well, what do you get to do as a projector? You get to start, start sharing about the quantum and all the things that you know and really showing your mastery just from a space of love. And then people are going to be like, how do I work with you? How do I learn more about the quantum? You're like, I've got this course. It's called Quantum Manifesting Academy. Come on in. Right. So that's kind of how you get, they invite you because they're like, you know, so much about the quantum. I want to know more. And they're asking for you. They're recognizing you. And then they're asking for you to speak more. So that's your invite. And then you have reflectors. Reflectors are completely open on their charts. They're all white and they are reflecting, right? So they reflect, mirror, and reveal. They're amazing because they can feel into the collective and feel what the energy of the, the, the week or the month or whatever is going on. They can feel the energy of you. When you are around a reflector, you might find yourself like, throwing up all of your information and just telling them everything about their lives. And it's just because you feel so seen and so recognized and they mirror that back to you. And so as reflectors, they are the only type that are on like a lunar cycle. And so they get to human design says they should wait 28 days before making decisions. Christine says that <laughs> <laughs> It's a little different, made my own. Christine says that what they get to do is make the decisions in their own timing. So let's say you're a reflector and someone says, well, you have to tell me this in 24 hours. You get to say, thank you so much. Can I have two or three more days to make my decision? And I will get back to you. And if that person's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine reflector can just sit and then they can do their soundboarding on a friend just to really hear about what they believe feel would be the best choice and decision for them there's many ways that they can do it but they don't necessarily i mean for big big decisions maybe they want to make a year but i mean a, a year sorry sorry reflectors 28 days um maybe they want to wait 28 days but i always teach my reflectors that they get to really tune into asking for more time so that they are making the decision on their time and they don't feel rushed. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that's the types. I mean, there's so much more you could say about human design. I mean, or making your decisions. The big thing about making decisions is getting out of your head and really getting into your body and trusting your body more. So that's why I call it like soul, body, and mind. Um, because you're really going from your soul, really tuning into your body. And then you, your mind gets on board and does, you know, the imagining and ask the questions. And then you allow you to make the decisions from here. Oh, I love that process, Christine. 
Yes. So all- that's human design in three seconds by Christina. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And you really laid it out, you know, in a really understandable way. Oh, yay. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you for doing that's that. That's the defined Anja, which you'll see in my human design chart. No, just. <laughs> You also use NLP, EFT, and Gene Keys. So for our listeners who don't know, and a couple of these, I'm kind of iffy on myself, could you explain what those are and how you use them? Yes. So NLP is Neuro Linguistic linguistic Programming, right? So it really does work on the mind and talk about, you know, different ways you can say words and all this stuff. My favorite way of using NLP, and I do it in a lot of different ways, but my favorite way, I'll give you one, is anchoring because I love to anchor a frequency. And so I've created a way for you to use scent because I worked in fragrance to lock in a frequency by using scent. And so it really is, that's my favorite way to utilize ELP in NLP. So I did a, an EF, uh, an effortless abundance workshop. And now you can buy it online, but it was almost two hours. And what we did was we did the, you know, the mind, and then we did a little bit, but we did soul, body, and mind. And body part was doing a scent anchor. This is my scent anchor from the workshop. It smells so good. But do you see how like, oh, yay, just from the scent. Think about how when you have a great smelling fragrance, something that you love, you can really remember when you first smelled it, or it'll you know, click into your mind, like a memory or just really like embody what you're ever now. Well, what I do is we, with the scent anchors, you use your favorite scent or use something and we lock in the frequency of effortless abundance. And we also locked in the frequencies of joy, appreciation, and love. So that every time I smell this, I am feeling effortlessly abundant joyful appreciation of love and my smile can't get bigger it smells so good but that's they're smelling it with you i'm like (laughs) i know you're feeling it you're like this is so good but that's what i use that's one of my favorite ways to use nlp eft is the emotional freedom technique so of course i should have changed it up a little bit because that's the way my if you look at my human design chart of course i do change up things a little bit but what I do with EFT, there's like the traditional, I guess the nine points. I it's I do more of an energy EFT as well. So there's the tapping on the third eye point that I've added there. And then all of the other points in addition to that. Um, and what the way I do EFT, it's a little bit of the traditional way. But before we start, I really focus on aligning you and putting you in heart coherence so that you have direct access to your subconscious. So What is heart coherence? Heart coherence means that your heart, your mind, and your gut mind are all working in alignment. How do you get there? That's from focusing on a higher frequency feeling, like appreciation is the one that I love. So you really tune into appreciation for a period of time, and you really get into that so that you're all lit up, and then you can start tapping. And by doing that, you're going straight to your subconscious and shifting it. And then we get into like one round, maybe like you getting out the thoughts or the things that you normally think, maybe two. And then the second two rounds are really about tuning in and tapping into your new story. Ah. Yeah. So I love EFT. EFT is fun. So, and then Gene Keys. Gene Keys is very similar to human design. I like to say human design is kind of the masculine approach, right? And and one of my mentors, and she always says, and human, Gene Keys is kind of like the feminine. 
because it's really spacious, very open. And it really is about tuning into like you have your chart, which is very similar. It's almost the same numbers and it's on these little circles, little genes. And um, you can go through, you have your like your life's work and that path. And then you'll have your love path, how you deal with relationships. And then the pearl path, which is the prosperity path, right? And all of those are little numbers that you can actually find on your human design chart as well. And they really go from you have low free, low frequency to the high frequency. So the lower frequency is the shadow. And then you have the higher frequency, which would be your key, I guess you can call it, right? Your higher frequency is your gift, right? And then you have the highest frequency, which is the Sidi or key, right? So you have the shadow, the gift, and then the key. And so it really is about, integrating all of that, not getting rid of the shadow because the shadow is a part of you. Without the shadow, there's no gift. Without the gift, there's no CD, right? So all of those things are one and it's really about tuning into your wholeness. So so like for me, it really like my, my um, life's work is acceptance and the um, that's the gift. And then the CD or the, 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 the key would be unconditional love. Well, the shadow is constriction. And so when I'm looking at the shadow constriction, you can show, you know, constriction shows up in your breathing, you know, like, you know, there's a seriousness thing, but I always think of seriousness too, when I get into constriction, cause I'm always like taking things too seriously, but just really like me embracing breath, embracing that there could be constriction, allowing that constriction to exist, not making it wrong. In addition to tuning into acceptance, right? Accepting me for who I am, accepting my body for how it shows up, accepting people for how they show up. That gets you into really, truly unconditionally loving those around you and yourself. Yourself. So, so that's jinkies and jinkies is fun. Like I said, there's the three areas and um, there are great books on Amazon. You can buy, there's also courses that you can take and um, you can go through each one of those paths and it's in, it's written in light language. So sometimes you'll read it and you won't really understand it, but it's speaking directly to your, your brain. I mean, speaking directly to your soul. And as you read it over and over again, you'll find that you just, certain things will land deeper and deeper. Um, and there's audios and, and a lot of great things, but I really love it. And I'm thinking about including it in one of my next courses, just because it's so expansive. And I found myself really expanding into who I was really when I integrated like all pieces of that, because it really is about your wholeness. And that's what I say. I love to bring you home to who you truly are, that whole you, not like the parts that you're like, I don't want to talk about this or I don't want to look at that type of deal. Awesome. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to investigate and learn more about that. And the way that you were talking about it and going through your process with it, you could even see like come when you came back to abundance, how you just went into that flow you know, I mean, that acceptance, you like went into that flow and I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's, it, it, you know, it's like allowing yourself to receive, receive the information, receive like, okay, I don't have to make sense of this. I get to just receive what is available for me now. And then when more is available for me to understand then I will receive that too and not put a lot of pressure on yourself to like understand all the pieces and do all the things. Yes. And receive. 
receive <laughs> the day. Christine, Michelle, this has been awesome. I love all of the information. So what would you like to leave our listeners with today? Yes. Well, the main thing is going back to the beginning of what we talked about is that you get to receive. And a lot of times we don't receive compliments, you know, things from, you know, gifts. We don't receive any of that because we don't really recognize our worthiness. And so I want you to remember that you are worthy just because you're worthy as you are. There's nothing that needs to change. There's nothing you need to do. Um, You know, there's nothing you need to like shift in order to be worthy. You are worthy as you are. And you get to know that and you are meant to receive. Sugar Daddy is giving you all the things. There's a pipe flowing to you and you get to receive it, but you get to release that resistance of you not thinking that you're worthy enough to receive it or you think you need to do something before you do it you're worthy as you are and you get to receive with ease oh awesome let's everybody just take a deep breath and just take that in for a second yes we are worthy to receive that was beautiful christine thank you so much that was a beautiful way to end today's talk you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And one last thing, how can everybody reach you? And is there anything that you would like to share with our um, guests about what classes you have going on or upcoming programs? Yes. So um, you can find me in my free Facebook group at thealignedsoulcollective.com. That'll take you straight to the Facebook group. So thealignedsoulcollective.com. And then, um, or Instagram, the aligned soul. So you can find me there. Um, but yes, quantum manifesting Academy is coming out and, um, it's round two. It was really fun last time. Cause I pre-recorded some things, but this time I think I'm going to do it live because I am loving like the live masterclasses and the live teaching. And so there's so much more, like I loved round one, but even in a year, there's so much growth that I've had. So I'm super excited about it. So what we're going to do is we're going to open it up. Um, I think it's going to, I'm going to open the doors, like start Quantum Manifesting Academy, November 16th, which is the new moon. Um, so I'm thinking that's when it's going to open, open, open. So um, if you're not, you can get on the wait list just by going to thealignedsoul.com. And that'll take you to the page and you can get on the wait list. If you're on the wait list, when I open pre enrollment, you get $222 off. And I think it's 1111. So it would be 888 for you. And there's going to be a 12 month payment plan and a six month payment plan because I really want to make this available to all the peoples. Um, so I'm really excited about it, really. That's wonderful and so accessible. Okay, everybody, get out there and check it out. Go on her website, go on Instagram and Facebook, find her, research this program and do it. Christine, everything was amazing. Thank you so much. You do amazing work. Thank you for doing the work. Yes, thank you for having me. And thank you for inviting me on to your podcast. I absolutely love listening to it. So I was like, yes. (laughs) So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you everyone for joining us today. Again, I'm Liz Peterson and this is Raise the Vibe with Liz. And remember to get out there and raise the vibe, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to today's show on Raise the Vibe with Liz. If you like this content and want to support me, please go to Patreon at Raise the Vibe with Liz or click the link in the description of this show. And remember, change starts with you. So get out there and raise the vibe. Thank you, everyone.